Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Coaches Coffee Club podcast. Um, it's a slightly different one this time. Um, I'll explain shortly when we get going, but I hope you like it. Send us your feedback, let us know what your thoughts are, but um, yeah, hopefully it's beneficial and I'll enjoy recording. Cheers, here we go. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Coaches Coffee Club podcast. Uh, slightly different episode today, as all good things come in pairs. Torville and Dean, Shearer and Owen, left and right Twix. I have my good friend, Mr. Matthew Craddock, joining us, um, where we're going to chew the fat over all things football, coaching, um, and just have a catch-up really. So, this is the only way we get time to talk to each other, isn't it, Matt? So, welcome, <laughs> mate. Thanks for joining us. Nice to see you, mate. You okay? <laughs> yeah, good. Thanks, mate. So, let's um, let's fill the fill the listeners in uh, on on what's been going on. So, obviously, a little bit of time away from football most recently, um, and you and I decided to to put our heads together and. Mm. Uh, and try and get some things on paper and uh, and, and share some th- some of our thoughts and experiences. Um, so, I mean, it's no Harry Potter, but we wrote a book, um, and some of our <laughs> listeners will be very, have been very grateful to to them for for supporting it and and getting it. But but just I guess Matt to, to start with, why why have we done that? Whose idea was it? What's your thought behind it? Well, it's something we've been to- we've been talking about it for about three years. Um, about putting our thoughts on paper and I think lockdown gave us a don't know if it's an excuse or, or a reason <laughs> to, to get it done because we had a, you know, a bit of time on our hands and stuff isn't it but it's definitely something we've talked about for that, since probably we did our A licence together uh, so a long time and, and I think the idea behind it we're always trying to find ways to get better and we talked about putting our ideas onto paper, collating them all into one area, into one space and sort of ordering them and, and putting some sort of logical order to it. And I think once we started to do that, we actually started to see that it could be quite a useful tool for other people, you know, and I think like you said, you know, really grateful for all the, the people that have, you know, commented on it, purchased it, left some feedback on it. But I, th- I was actually quite surprised with how, how many people have, you know, uh, interacted with it because like you said it, it was just us putting our thoughts on paper um, and then you doing some really nice drawings <laughs> yeah yeah that was that was my input i did the drawings you put you put the knowledge yeah. into it <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i didn't mean it that way <laughs> yeah, yeah thanks mate no no I, I agree it was it was something we have spoke about for a while but <clears throat> we had many ideas but but why then did um why was the focus around small-sided games what I mean, we had we had discussions on all sorts, didn't we? We went from from just yeah. uh, generic session plans to technical work to whatever. But what why what are your thoughts on um, on small sided games? Why are they so important? And, and why was that sort of our focus? Well, I think, like you said, we our idea was to put everything down. So so that is like Harry Potter, one of many to come. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you know, I think. What, what we talked about was, well, what, what do, how do we like coaching? Where, where do we you know, see our practices? And the small side of games really was something that's quite close to both of our hearts. That's how we work. We, 
you know, we tend to have quite high ball rolling time, um, short, sharp interventions, um, a lot of problem solving. And those small side games really jumped out of us. And then when we thought, well, actually, what would add value to, to coaches, you know, with your work and my work that we've done in, in particularly grassroots, um, the grassroots world, you know, what, what do coaches need well, or want? Well, they want a, a bank of little games that they can do, practices they can do. And I think the more, pe the more people that, that can deliver small-sided games, um, the, the better the, the grassroots and, and footballing world will be because there's so many things you can get out of it. You know, we talk about multiple outcomes, but firstly, the lads or girls that are playing want to play football. They want to play a game. You know, it's engaging, it's challenging, it's fun. And there's so much learning going on and it's not just one specific thing. You know, when you do a technical practice, there might be one specific area that, that you're getting out of it. In a small side of game, I mean, and, and we found this, didn't we, when we started putting them down, yeah. we were going, well, this is my attacking game. And you were going, well, I use that as a defending game. You think, oh, actually, you could do. And, you know, I think that's the, the joy of it is that I think with, with that bank of, you know, I can't remember how many we put together now, but that, that bank of practices or, or small side of games, you could double, treble, quadruple that with a little bit of a tweak here and a little bit of a tweak there. And I think that was what we found really useful, that we can provide this template for people to go away, that they can just pull it off the shelf and deliver it straight from the book. Or those that are, that are challenging themselves and developing as a coach can go, actually, I can see a benefit of using this game somewhere else into uh, this, you know, get this learning outcome out of it. So I think that was, that was our idea. You know, we, we use small-sided games a lot. And it just adds so much value. And I think if, if everybody just delivered small-sided games, you know, you're going to get a lot of benefit out of it from your players because you talk about transfer of learning. Well, does it look like a game? Yes. You know, so is it going to help them develop? Yes, if, if done correctly. And I think what the book does give is it gives some good ideas with a little bit of detail as well. So, you know, it's something that, you know, I know we're both quite proud of, but um, I actually think it's, it's probably quite useful and it's something that I've actually used and referred back to as well now that I've got everything in order like I said the, the selfish bit was for us you know we have um, a lot of ideas and loads of pieces of paper and books and stuff on on our laptops and actually what we wanted to do is put it into one place and now I've got it in one place it's, it's actually I'm using it a lot more than I thought I would so from a selfish yeah, yeah. point of view it's great yeah no I'm, I'm the same so I'm fortunate to work with players three four times a week uh, training sessions and every session involves some form of a game and yeah. more often than not I will lift that from the book and, and drop it in there and like you said the good thing is every player at every level of every age wants to play a game yeah. it'll be whether it's first team and looking forward to their 5v5s on a Friday or you see like the the, the, the Real Madrid team when they're the winning team are posing for a photo like everyone wants to play those small sided games yeah. whether it's training or, and, and really that like you said, it, it was something selfish for us to just <clears throat> lift that, put it in the yeah. in our current worlds, or or share it. So no, I'm very proud of it. Is is there um is there a specific game in there that you just like your favourite or? <laughs> I love I love anything in and around the box. I think I think I, I love stuff like that because uh, I love you know working out how to score goals and and I think what. You know, I mentioned in, in another podcast, you know, speaking to you that we've done a lot of research around how we score goals and devising practices that help us, you know, get those learning outcomes. Um, and because we did all that research and we, we sort of can see the patterns that come out in the game, you know, the Liverpool game this afternoon, um, one of the goals, exactly that, you know, they work their way into the assist zone, pop it back into the scoring zone and they score. 
you know, so I love anything in, in and around the box. And then the more um, I started using that stuff, the more I've now started using those practices for defending as well. So yeah, I think yeah. before that, you know, when you, you, you start focusing on something and you think, you know, have to score goals and, and, and all that sort of stuff. And I only pull those practices out for finishing or creating the attack. And now I'm actually pulling those practices out for defending the scoring zone and preventing play into the assist zones and stuff like that. So for me, I love anything in around, in around the final third, I think is, is really fun for me. And ten, what they tend to look like is really short, sharp, quick, loads of transition. You know, I, I love that sort of stuff. Loads of repetition, loads of high intensity, high competition. Yeah, we're, um, I'm finding the same is that we've recently gone from a block of final third work into a defensive block. Um, but actually, a lot of the, the small sided games are very similar. We just flip yeah. in what our focus as the coaches. So the setup's yeah. very similar. Um, and that's, that's the benefit of using small sided games is that if, you work, if you're fortunate enough to work in a pair, you can work against each other almost. So one person yeah. work with the out of possession, one work in possession and and I think, yeah, there's, there's so much bang for your buck with, with small-sided yeah. games. And I, know. I, mean, I, saw, I saw a practice today on LinkedIn, I think. I think, it was, I think it was Munich, and they were playing out from the back. So they were, you were building the attack, and you could see them trying to build the attack. But once they built it to maybe the halfway line, the coach would play a ball in to the attacking team. So then it was transition from the middle third. So it was, it was excellent. So then the, the transition team, firstly, were trying to stop them playing out. So they're working on their positions and their triggers and their patterns. And then as soon as the ball's played in, they're looking at creating attack against, you know, with an overload, so a real quick transition. It's just yeah, brilliant. Yeah. So the defending team, they're looking at patterns to play out from the back and suddenly, bang, we're having to, to transition into, you know, stopping them scoring, slowing them down. It, it was a really good little practice. And yeah. You're watching it and you think, oh, yeah, it's great. So much going on. And, you know, if, like you said, if you're fortunate to have, you know, the players regularly, you can start putting the players in those positions where they're practising what they're going to play on on Saturday or Sunday. It's just magic, isn't it? And, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I watched that session today. I thought it was great. That's that's what we want to be striving for, really. That sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how? Um, obviously, the we, we spoke around the, the the sessions are are very adaptable, so they can be like they can be um, increased or decreased in challenge level of challenge or difficulty and stuff. But how? How easy is it? I, I mean, some some of our listeners will work at grassroots, and some will be in the yeah. professional game. But how how easy is it for coaches to take a session and make it applicable to their players and, and their age groups? Or well, you know, I'll, I'll sit and say I'll say simple, but it's probably not simple. I guess it's simple if you do it every day. Um, mm. You know, it'd be like us going into any other industry and, and saying pick this up and do it. It'd probably. You know, I've, I've tried to put a cupboard up from my IKEA and I'm not very good. So it, it'd be probably rude of me to say it's simple. But what, what I would say is, is, particularly in the book, it's, it's simplified as much as it can be. You know, I think what it does is it gives you some options as to this is what you could do. This is how you could change it. And I think only once you get in and start playing, you know, then, then you can actually start to see where, what the games look like. So, so for anybody who's, who's maybe not, you know, experienced, I would, I would just be like a magpie taking stuff, you know, get it online, get it wherever you need to do and just start copying, you know, and if you start copying, once you start copying and you start doing things, then, you know, you start developing your understanding of the game and you're starting to see what things work and what things don't, then you can start tweaking things. But for me, I, I, like, I wouldn't be, 
I wouldn't be afraid just to, to copy things and, and just deliver it straight yeah. from, from the book first. And, you know, not just our book, but any book, you know, we did that when we were starting off, you know, you do a course, they give you a book full of sessions. What do you do? You go away and deliver those sessions. But after a while of delivering them, suddenly that session plan has got little notes on for where you've changed it and what you've implemented and what worked for you and what didn't work. And, you know, I think, so I think, I think it's, I think it's quite simple. I think the small side of games are probably the easiest because it looks like a game. It's easy to explain. And then once the, the game is going on, you can almost go around and like spin plates with players. You know, you can have a little look from the outside. The game manages itself and it allows you just to take a breath. Whereas when you do like a technical practice, it, it, it can be quite complicated. And what you end up doing is you manage the session rather than the game rather mm. than the, the players and you just start end up going, well, hang on, he needs to run there and, and then they go there and then they do this. And you, all you're doing is you're, you're managing the X's and O's. And with a small side of game, the game is on and you can step back and then develop the players. So you yeah. could be watching and go, actually, they need a little bit of help with this. So I could just have a little wander over while the game's going on, give him a little challenge or ask him a little question. You know, and I think that's the beauty of it. I think in a small side of game, you can have 10 people learning 10 different things. <laughs> really specific to them you know that's yeah. the, that's real class isn't it when you can yeah, do that yeah. <clears throat> yeah. sort of like a, like a teacher would with when they're teaching you know maths for example you know you might have people doing different sums the whole whole you know class are doing maths but you know that person in the corner is doing something different to this person in the corner and i think that's the beauty of a small-sided game it, it manages itself <laughs> takes care of itself if you get the framework right and then it allows you to go and do the interacting or the coaching or, you know, wherever you feel comfortable with. Yeah. One of, one of the things we were, we were, we had a good discussion about and we were quite keen to, to try and get across in the book. I think we did is that it doesn't have to be complicated. The, no. the, the game itself. So there'll be some games in the book, which the setup or the design of say, for example, the pitch, Allows, it's the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but there'll be there'll be there'll be parts there'll be setups which force or encourage players to do a certain thing. So it yeah. might be some of the game attacking games that work on uh, at running to, uh, running into central areas. So both end zones might be tapered. So yeah. therefore, that the shape of the pitch is going to cause the players to do a specific thing. Whereas yeah. other ones will just be some incentives or rewards. It can be as simple as if you're working on a high press, it's just a normal game. And I think one of the games is if you regain the ball in the attacking half and score in six seconds, it's two points. That's it. That that can work at any... The players don't need to really know what they're working on as such. And it's like, tonight yeah. we're going to work on this. Sometimes the shape of the pitch or the constraints you put on it just... Does it for you. Exactly. And yeah. I, I, that's, that was one of the things we were really keen on is that... Doesn't, it's not doesn't have to be super complicated. It's um, yeah. it's just ideas to to start playing with. It's a menu, isn't it, and a toolbox that you can. Yeah, I think can, some of the stuff we discussed about as well was, uh, you know, a really good small sided game teaches the, the the players without you having to do anything. The actual practice, you know, actual practice gets repetition of what it is that you're trying to do, and then it's your job to go and add value to what what they're doing. You know, so. You know, what, what the practice does is it gives them trial and error. It gives them opportunities to try something. And then your job as a coach is to say, well, when do I go in and when do I not? You know, and, and if I do go in, what do I give them? And is it for everybody or is it just for them? You know, and I think that's, you know, that's the, the beauty of it, isn't it? 
Yeah, yeah. No, and I think given the current climate where there's been a lot of time off football and I know at first when, when everyone was re- returning to football, it was it was small groups and social distancing. But now we're yeah. allowed to, to almost be close to, to normality. I think we've got to give the kids what they want. After such a long time off, yeah. they want to play games, like you said, and, and we can get, we can fulfil their needs and their wants whilst also fulfilling our own of wanting to coach and work them and yeah. but not just getting them like so I've watched this new TV programme and I've learnt this <laughs> or whatever I've got this new you know what I mean the kids want to play because they've not seen their mates for six yeah. months or more some of them um, okay we're just going to play for the first six weeks we only have one hour a week sometimes it's less than that yeah so that, how great that would what, it be that for what, a child that, that was what shocked me not shocked me the most but probably it made me happy and I was surprised as well you know they, they, I think it was six months that, that we'd had off and yeah we, just... our first our first game I looked at the previous game that we played and yeah. it was it was six months and like three days two yeah. of the day uh, since our last yeah, fixture exactly. it was ours was the same ours was the same so I think I think it was six months the, the day after so it was like you know, really, really close to six months. But the lads and, and, and the parents were just delighted to be in. Yeah. It, was, it was so good, you know. Like, and, and when they left, you know, we normally do longer sessions and they only had an hour. But they were, they were like waving out the window, you know, saying how good it was. <laughs> and you just, that, that, that's is that a reminder. Is that the parents going down the drive once they drop the kids? Yeah, after they left off. the kids. <laughs> after they left. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <See ya. laughs> six months, off you go. <laughs> I think you know, what it does is it reminds you about the, the the social aspect of it, you know, and and whatever whatever context you're working in, if you're working with anyone under eighteen, you're working with kids. Forget the what forget where you're at. You're working with kids, and actually, the social aspect of it is massive. And and you know, to see them happy to come back and delighted just to see the mates, they weren't bothered what they did, just the fact that they were there and they could you know, kick a football around with their mates, I think was brilliant. But it does, it does tap back into that around, you know, why are we, why do we do what we do, you know? And, and whatever context you're in, it's about keeping players in the game. It's about keeping them in the game and developing people. And I think that's where, you know, that's why Small Sided Games jumped out for, for you and I, wasn't it? Because we just recognised the importance yeah. of it. And, you know, the fact that, you know, you're working with a mate or two mates or four mates to try and beat those four and we have to come up with it together and we have to stick together and we have to work a plan out and we have to work together and you know that's that's what we're here for no matter what context you're in isn't it and that's that that was a reminder on on Tuesday when you know all the the players were smiling and the parents were smiling it was great you know well that's 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 the thing that attracted everyone to football wasn't it whether you're a player whether you're a coach or a spectator it is two teams of players going against each other that that's yeah so the more we can we can use that and and it's around me trying to beat you, which yeah. you know we sort of came away with from a bit, you know, and that's where I think small sided games are good because you know we talk about winning mentalities and wanting to win and wanting to be competitive. Well, you know, it can only be competitive if 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 you make it that way. And you know, I think a small sided game is our team against your team, and I want to beat you. How are we going to do it? Here's a problem. Try and solve it. And that's that's, that's football, isn't it? That's what it's about. Yeah, yeah. That's what it's about. Yeah. It's great. Good stuff. So, um, so where can people find it, mate? Where can we? We've got to plug it, haven't we? Well, yeah, online. 
yeah. online. Can you do this or something? There's a link here. You know, they do. Yeah, that, we'll, 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 we'll link it. We'll link it in the uh, in the show notes. But um, but yeah, you can you can get it at Minerva Coach Development, which is me and Matt. It is a platform for me and Matt to just share our thoughts and ideas and put some stuff down for for ourselves really, and hope that along the way some people might enjoy having a look or a read. Um, yeah, and that's it's, really it's, it's, why it's Matt purely is here a selfish now. thing. Isn't it? It's purely purely yeah, selfish. We exactly. want to get better, and you know it, it might add value to you. It might not. Yeah, but it might do. And, you know, I think I think that's also some of the other stuff that we've done. You know, some of the little interviews we've done with with our mates really from different yeah. parts of the the footballing world is actually, you know, that came from just me and you wanting to talk to other people and rattle some ideas around and trying yeah, to get yeah. better. And then we suddenly thought, actually, this sort of stuff you know, we may as well keep it and share it. And so, you know, on, if you do go online, I think there's, there's some quite, you know, interesting chats and conversations and, and, you know, loads of resources that we've put together and, you know, yeah. Lee writes, like there's no tomorrow. So there's some blogs on there as well. You know. <laughs> well, yeah, no, well, that's, um, that's, that, that's part of the reason why Matt is, is here tonight and, and we'll be here going forward. This is, this podcast is going to be part of our ramblings and, Sometimes it'll just be Matt and I chatting and chewing the fat of what's going on in the football world. And sometimes we'll have our mates or, or selfishly, just people we want to pick their brains off. Um, and again, whilst we're doing it, we're, we're lucky enough to be in a place to share it. It's never been as easy to share as it is nowadays with online and stuff. So anything you want to you wanna follow us on, go on to uh, our website, Minerva Coach Development, or we'll link it everywhere, you'll see. But... Um, but yeah, so going forward, you'll you'll be fortunate enough to to hear Matt's voice as well. I know fourteen episodes are just me. I'm appreciate those that keep coming back. So we've uh, even I'd switched off, Lee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but but okay. That being said, then mate, um, we had a we had a lot of time to ourselves over over well throughout this year. Really, you wasn't did. It? So yeah, I did. You you didn't. But um, <laughs> <laughs> so. One thing I'd be really can we we have been chatting, but one thing that I want to to ask and, and pick your brains on is everyone went into lockdown, or a lot of people that in our circle that we we know in, in football and coaching who have that sort of developmental mindset. A lot of people went into lockdown with the the view of I want to come out of it better at something, yeah. whether that be physically, mentally, or, or in in my profession or or my hobbies or whatever. So. I guess my question to you is what what did you do throughout throughout lockdown that you're now maybe reaping the rewards of or mm. is there anything that you because there was so much stuff during like that was probably one of the benefits I think there was loads of stuff out there like yeah. whether that's podcasts or interviews webinars there was so much and I, I think I think if you haven't come out of it not necessarily better but with some new ideas going into the new football season you, you've probably yeah. missed missed an opportunity there so yeah uh, anything that, that you did watch yeah, well, read listen to I think well there's a few things more recently but I guess during lockdown I think it was probably the interactive stuff that that hooked me in the best you know when we were speaking to people you know whether it's yourself I, I was lucky enough to organize uh, some zooms with a couple of uh, like football league managers and stuff like that and pick their brains about stuff but I think everything that, that I valued was actually interacting with other people. 
And I think that probably goes to show you, you know, what lockdown was sort of like for people because you were, you know, just isolated and, and you know, it felt sometimes on your own, you know, going through the, the same sort of thing. But I think that was probably the best stuff for me is it was, was talking to people, you know, and, and as, you know, after about week one, I think I'd learned that Zoom was really easy to use and quite enjoyed it. And, you know, uh, I'd done about 100 meetings over it. So we... <laughs> I just use it as much as I could just to, to, to speak to people, you know, what are they doing? Who are they watching? What they're listening to? Um, and I think that was probably the, the best bit, you know, I, you do pick up bits, you know, I've read some books and uh, watched quite a lot of videos. And, um, but I'll tell you what I did. I actually took a bit of a, a bit of time off as well, you know, where not, not time off learning, but just time off from football and actually focus on other areas. You know, could I, could I learn, other things, you know, so language was one. I tried to do that, not very well, but I tried. Um, but also, like, more sort of holistic stuff. So, you know, I was watching documentaries about sort of uh, mental well-being, physical well-being, diet, um, and all that sort of stuff. And, and you know, really, I really liked, this is, again, more recently, but uh, Down to Earth, the Netflix documentary. I think it was with Zach Efron and um, Darren... Ollian, I think, um, really good. They just just sort of went different parts of the world, looked at you know energy really, like you know positive energy, whether it's you know renewable energy or life energy and diet, and you can get energy from fruit and drink. And I quite enjoyed that. It was just something a little bit different, and you know it's sort of similar to what I talked to you about. You know when we looked at finishing the attack, and I got a little taste of it, and then started going down that rabbit hole to try and learn more. It sort of did the same for me really, and. You know, I'm just wanting to, to learn more about it and you, you, you know, understand things a little bit better. You make better decisions. So I would say probably like I spent quite a bit of time around football and then I made a conscious effort to go, right, I'm off football. I, I, not off, but I can't do it or I can't do it how I used to do it. So I'm going to have a look at something else, wow. you know, and started looking at stuff like that around, you know, making time for, for yourself to, you know, relax consider things making the right choices with food although when lockdown finished i probably had about two weeks where i realized i could have coffee and cake all the time so <laughs> that didn't work well but you know just just stuff like that i think was was really was really good really beneficial yeah yeah i am um, i made the the error of first couple of weeks just trying to to be on every webinar that was out there yeah, you were smashing it you yeah, were smashing I, it i was i was so like right do you know what this is I got. I, I'm. I'm. I can't. I'm not very good at just sitting around and doing enough. Believe it or not. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I did practice, but I'm not the best at doing nothing. So I, I felt like I needed to try and fill my days with, with something. And like that learning thing, I, I, I was on that. And and so the first few weeks, I was just doing everything. Yeah. And then I was like, I did a lot of walking. Walking in the morning, get out and yeah. walk around and listen to a podcast and stuff. And I, I was listening to. Um, I've mentioned it before and we spoke about it. Eddie Jones. Yeah, podcast. brilliant. Yeah. So good. And one of the things that he, he, I don't know if it actually was on there. I think actually I jumped on a RFU rugby webinar with Eddie Jones. So he okay. was presenting and they were a bit, a bit I think similar. He was, he was presenting. You weren't with him. No, no, no I wasn't no. there. No. Well, I, I was by Zoom. I was there. I was in the same room, but he, um, he mentioned one thing that's, that struck out, stuck out was something to do with um, <clears throat> around knowing where to look or what to focus on rather than yeah. just 
take looking at everything nowhere don't like you said what's he said you can look a lot look at a lot and learn a little or you can yeah. look at a little and learn a lot and yeah it just made me think really good I'm, I'm i'm looking at everything here i'm trying to get as much in and i'm i'm not really taking it in i'm just i'm just doing it because of it makes me feel like i've done something but is it actually valid or am i going to yeah. use it so i did then like you i took a step back and i thought what do i want to focus on and then try and search for that and, and go for yeah. quality over quantity and again I, I looked outside of football because that was interesting and it was new and it was different and yeah. like i said a bit like you i you take loads of football stuff in and you can't use it until whenever yeah. so uh, a lot of the Eddie Jones rugby stuff was great, and watching the the Chicago Bulls documentary on Netflix yeah, was last start. And, and what, did, what did you think of that? I thought it was brilliant, but everything that you know, the more I looked at, and I just the same messages just kept coming about. It's just about yeah. people skills. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, that's brilliant. Like it is, isn't it? It is. Yeah, once you've, once you've got to a baseline of sort of technical and tactical knowledge, which it doesn't differ much between arguably between like certain qualification and the top yeah. it's all the other bits and you think oh, it's just about relationships and and yeah getting the best out of people or knowing influencing to, people oh it's fan- amazing and going back to yeah. that documentary like at first it was laughable like how he just let dennis rodman go and have like a three-day bender in vegas and i thought <laughs> that's mad like but then you think then he said at one point he was like but but that, that was what Dennis needed and that was yeah. what was going to get the best out of Dennis. Whereas Michael Jordan, you couldn't do that. And you just yeah. think... But, but what he also needed to do was to ensure that everybody else knew that's what he needed. So they, need, they, they all knew that they needed him and to, to, they needed him at his best and for him to be at his best, that he needed to do that. So they were all all right about it. Yeah, now, if yeah. you, imagine if you didn't have that understanding within the group. You know, he goes on a three-day bender. You've lost the group completely. Yeah, and so yeah. actually, the amount of like relationships he'd had is just incredible. Yeah. Well, really, what struck really me about good. that though was that was that he, when it came down to to professionalism and work time, whether it was Rodman yeah, it was or Pippin or or Michael Jordan, like they said, Rodman was a party boy. Whatever. When it came, like, the clips of him studying the film and how he's talking about watching how players shoot and the yeah. spin on the ball like and in the weights room and the effort on the court <clears> in training like that was non-negotiables every yeah. one of them was yeah. it was up there it was all the yeah. other stuff how do you how do you get that and, and the coaches being being confident to go no he needs this you need that and, yeah and i know we're talking very top level here but it's just that wearing different hats to, I thought it, that for it, different it, people yeah it's very philosophical as well i thought i thought it was really like it was bigger than it was bigger than the game wasn't it you know yeah and i i mean you could say it's well it's easy for, for him at that level but i can't imagine it is i imagine the pressure being you know the expe- expectations at least being really high and yet he still was really philosophical about it around people not about him as the basketball player it was about him as the person and helping the person you know yeah. I, I thought it was a I thought it was amazing, really. I thought it was amazing. And the dynamics between the group and, you know, how he rebuilt it as well and recognised when to rebuild. And, yeah, I just thought it was, it was an incredible documentary. Yeah, really, really, really good. Really, really good. 
And so, because I've started looking at other things, you know, I like NFL. So looking at yeah. how individual coaches work, or they, I mean, there's so much out there at the minute. We're lucky to have Amazon yeah. Prime and like the, the yeah. Spurs have you documentary. Been, have you watched it? <laughs> yeah, I finished it the other day. Yeah, yeah. good, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm a bit disappointed now because I I took Son out my dream team today and he scored four, so yeah. I don't really want to talk about oh, him. But... Sorry about that. <laughs> but um, <sighs> again, but. Going back to what that um, Eddie Jones stuff. Now that I'm watching things, I'm I'm conscious of, oh well, if if relationships and rapport and communication is really important. Now I'm 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 not just watching it as like a, a yeah. consumer. I'm I'm thinking, well, how is how is yeah. um, Jose speaking to these players, or um, how is the head coach of the LA Rams dealing with his quarterback? Like, uh, do you know? I just think, yeah. If you know what you want and you're looking for, there's 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 development or learning opportunities everywhere. And I thought, yeah, I've seen a lot of yeah. football. We've been fortunate to listen to a lot of people, see a lot yeah. of speakers over the years. So looking outside you, you have, the box, you, you do just have to be really clear on what it is that you want. Yeah, and once, yeah, and, and like you said, it's like it's like you know uh, you're buying a new car or you're buying some new trainers or you know when you when you're focused on something, you suddenly see loads of them everywhere. And that's yeah, the same, yeah. you know. It's like it's like we've talked about in the past, going and watching a game, and going there with a, a focus of a learning outcome. So I am going to go and watch this game, but I am going to be looking at how this team does this. You know, then you you actually see it. Whereas otherwise, yeah, yeah. You, you know, we've we've been to games together, and you could just sit and watch the game and yeah. go, oh, that was great," and go home. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but actually, when you go there with a real focus, you see. Oh, actually, I've, I saw it multiple times. This kept happening. This was the pattern. This was the trigger, you know, that's the detail, you know, you don't see that unless you know what it is that you want to go and look, look for, Yeah, yeah. you know, and I think yeah. that's a really, really good observation about, you know, knowing what it is that you want to go after. Yeah. And, and not be, and be, be selective with it. Like I say, a lot of, I fell in the trap of, of just looking at everything, but yeah, but, but remembering nothing or do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. so here's a question for you then. It, it, yeah. From lockdown, give me, um, a TV or something you watched, something you read, something you listened to that you'd recommend me or anyone else going and, and having a go at. Well, okay. It didn't have to be locked down, but in the last sort of six months, I guess. Uh, well, I would recommend that Down to Earth on Netflix because. But you're a big Zac Efron fan. You've said that before. You, well, you recommend it's not High School Musical, it's, it's not High School Musical, but I, you know, there wasn't <laughs> as much singing in it. But it's, it's well worth it. I, I, for me, you know, when I talk about being a bit philosophical, uh, I loved it. I really liked it. Have you changed um, the Have you changed the water you drink now because of it? You know, I have. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it's incredible. This and and also like the I bought his book. Um, you know, this it's called Super Life, and it's about like uh, eating and drinking and loads of stuff. But but even like when you think about what fruit and vegetable you, cho you choose and you buy and where are they from and you know where if the, the, lo the more local they are the better because of x y and z you think oh, i didn't even realize it you know and, and what i'm what i'm starting to do is just well i know what i'm looking for now so instead of me going and seeing a big row of fruit and veg i'm going and, and seeing actually that's that's less um got less vitamins in than that one there so i'm going to get this one and this is what i'm getting it's more incisions it's great um, so I would watch that because I think it's it's really good. Um, something I read, I read the expected goals philosophy. 
which okay, leads on online. Yeah, leads on from all the stuff around finishing the attack that, that we've talked about in the past. All that sort of reading and, and stuff I've been doing started on my Advanced Youth Award. Um, that's been probably two years, two or three years of just going after it, you know, like really going after a topic and, and trying to get a real clear understanding of it. And that book was excellent, actually. It was really good. And, you know, it was a bit scientific at times, but yeah, but I was going to say, is it, really is it number good. heavy? Is it, is it an easy read or is it? No, it's, it's fairly easy, mate. It's fairly easy. There's, it's not, um, no, it's not like picking up a science textbook. It's, it's good. It's related to football. It's about football. And I think, I think because I was reading it with a clear, like you said, a clear focus, it was, it was yeah, excellent. Yeah. Um, and then listening, I'm really liking the, is it called a, a high performance podcast with yeah, uh, yeah. Jake and Damien? Um, really, I really like, really like, I really like Damien Hughes. I mentioned that before, but um, I, I think they're, they're really good together. They've got some cracking yeah, yeah. guests as well. So that's probably... Yeah, it's one really of each. Yeah. What's, what's yeah. the best what, what one? What about you? Yeah. Come on, come on. What about you? Before that, high performance. Which one was your favourite? Which one of you? Because there's a few I haven't got to yet. But uh, favourite overall, or yeah. Um, so well, yeah, listen, listen, listen. We're going to sneak back to our last podcast that we were on, where I said I would be putting Phil Neville in my England all-time <laughs> eleven. So <laughs> you know which one was my favourite. You Tracy Neville. <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. their interview with Super Philip Neville, of course. Yeah, it was good. I like cool. the, um, they're all excellent to be fair. Yeah, they are. They I like the yeah. one, there was um, the ballet dancer. I can't remember, I can't pronounce his name, but he yeah. was fantastic to listen to. And then yeah. football-wise, I really like the Sean Dyche one. That's a great, they didn't even talk about football really. It was all about yeah. culture and relationships. Yeah. And, yeah. It was good that. Really good. So Sean, Sean Dice, when he, when he did that podcast with Joey Barton, I actually thought yeah. it was excellent. That's, and that's probably yeah. a, a bit of a bit of a call back there. Was it maybe, might be 18 months, two years old now, but I thought that was an excellent, excellent yeah, really podcast. Good. You know, real good insight into him as a, as a manager. And um, yeah, excellent. Really good. He, he, yeah. He's really interesting to talk to, isn't he? And, and he, he does a lot more around the, the psychology. He has a, a massive understanding about the psychology <laughs> that, you know, I imagine people on the outside wouldn't think that that goes on there, but but there's a lot, isn't there? You know, yeah, it's really interesting. <clears throat> yeah, the word the word psychology is often used, but I think even simpler simpler terms of that is 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 relationships and his, yeah. the way yeah. that he deals with people. He knows he, he can get the best out of them. Um, yeah, which which I guess is psychology, but <clears throat> yeah, I think when you when you say to, psychology, you almost think of it's someone else's responsibility. And I guess we've got to get away from that. Where actually it's, it's not, it's everybody that's yeah. like, it's in your session, you know, you demanding standards in your session is psychology. You know, you yeah. making sure that the kit's picked up properly, that the equipment's put away, you know, the change rooms are left tidy. That's psychology. It's not, yeah. it's not but just also sat in just room, is it? Recognizing that little Johnny has, he's not quite himself today. So, yeah. Maybe just having that conversation around how his day was, etc., and knowing that you might have to be a little bit more um, forthcoming with praise for him tonight, because he, yes. he, yeah, that's psychology yeah. as well. That's yeah, that's, of course it is, yeah, and that's at any level, isn't it? So yeah, yeah, no, he, they're really good ones. I, I did enjoy those. Come on, what was your what were yours then? 
Um, so I've already, already mentioned the last dance. Everyone talks about that. So yeah, it was really good. I, I'll say, let me go for something else. I would say <clears throat> any of the uh, all or nothing, I like my NFL. I just think yeah, it's... Yeah, or, or even if you've got Sky, I think Hard Knocks is a very yeah, similar... Yeah, it's really good. It, it's kind of like pre-season, behind the scenes. The all or nothing, it follows some teams for a full season. Um, but it, yeah, really like that. Again, it's just just a different, a different world. Like again, the importance of reviewing tape, watching films and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, it, it, they're just on it. I know the game has, is played differently, and it's a little bit more predictive of moves and stuff. But just the whole approach towards it, I think we in England, coaches and players, could learn a lot from it. Yeah, definitely. Um, so definitely recommend that. Listen to. Again, like I said, that Eddie Jones podcast, I think the guy's fascinating. Just Yeah. And and it, you don't have He's to He's really easy to listen to as well, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. You don't yeah. have I bought I bought I bought his um autobiography on Audible. Yeah. Unfortunately he he does read it actually, yeah. yeah. But um I've recently started that. But again, you don't have to know or even be a rugby fan to get so much from that. It's yeah. It's yeah, fascinating. Brilliant. Um, and actually, in the latest series, they've started interviewing other people. So it's it's like Eddie. Like I, I feel bad, but I don't know the other guy's name. It's Eddie, the guy who hosted it. It's like me and you. Um, <laughs> and and then another, and they're bringing in sort of Eddie's mates who are top level coaches across sports. And now it's fascinating because you get Eddie Jones insight, and then he's picking right. the brains of another top level coach. It's brilliant. Or the the Flying Coach podcast. Yeah, Steve, I haven't listened Steve to Kerr, it. But... Um, Steve Kerr is uh, Golden State Warriors head coach, isn't he? Yeah. Basketball. And Pete Carroll is Seattle Seahawks NFL coach. Yeah. And they, that's brilliant. They're, they're I haven't great. listened to it. I have got it saved on my phone, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's really he, good. Because he, he was in The Last Dance, wasn't he? He was in the, the Bulls yeah. side. Yeah. I found that fascinating that he, he understood his role in the team and he was happy to be like, my job is catch, get the ball, give it to Michael Jordan. And he was like... Yeah. Is it almost like sacrificial, isn't it? You know, yeah. like just, yeah, just, yeah. I'll just, I'll leave my ego not even in the changing room, just at home. Yeah. I will just if get you, the ball, if give you, it to him. Yeah. Anyone who's listening, go on Twitter or whatever and just search for Steve Kerr or Golden State Warriors. And like, this is the top level, I saw the other day, top level NBA. He has a quick chat with an injured player and then the injured player delivers his team talk and he just sits down and you think, yeah, That's incredible, isn't level. it? Like, just that, it's unbelievable. So, uh, yeah, that's a great listen. And then I read, uh, I've been reading a lot of fiction, but um, one of the books I read over lockdown was, uh, it's called, again, NFL, so apologies, it's called The Score Takes Care of Itself. Bill oh, Walsh. it's good, isn't it? Yeah, very really, good. Really, really good. Really hard to get hold of that, by the way. It's yours for a good sum, mate. Just no, I've got it, text. it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really good. That and... Um, yeah, it's very good. All about processes, isn't it, as well? Yeah. Yeah, and also, I read I read a book called is it called Neurotic Orange, which is about the history of Dutch football, and it was really interesting oh, okay. that it right. was it was talking about Dutch culture and the way that the country is and how that, which has affected their style of play. It was I thought that was fascinating. Right. Yeah, that's cool. um, but yeah, so a lot now. Now I'm back in the car a lot, and we're all we're all travelling. Audio is probably my biggest. Yeah, it's good. It's a good way, way of getting it in, isn't it? It is a good yeah. way. I, I remember a mate of mine actually said that he listens to um, podcasts times two. 
oh, to wow. get food and cook it. <laughs> no, I, I know. I mean, I, I tried it once, and and uh, yeah, I mean, I was speeding <laughs> and everything, so I couldn't. It, it was too much going on. It's too it much going like on. The it's, it's, it's definitely a good way of of not the time of doing it, but in the car is definitely a good way of I think consuming that sort of stuff isn't it and, yeah yeah you know it's um it, I remember when I worked in Manchester a lot going back probably five or six years but I remember saying to my dad about you know waste so much wasted time and he was like well don't waste it then do something you like if you think about how many hours you know so if I was going into Manchester every day you know sometimes you could be in the car for like two hours yeah, yeah, you know, and I'm saying, well, that's two hours wasted. And he said, yeah, but that could be two hours of you learning French. And you think, oh, oh yeah. And as soon as you sort of change, as soon as I changed my opinion of it, I also firstly got less stressed because I was doing stuff that was, you know, interesting. Yeah. But then you just start suddenly, just you just have right. so much time. <laughs> Your my road race is in French. Language. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very good. <laughs> but it, it is just a real yeah. good use of time, isn't it? Real good use yeah. of time. I've started yeah. scheduling some phone calls for the time I'll be driving, just to yeah, just be people I people I've mentored in the past. Obviously, the FA mentoring schemes folded for a short period, but just chatting to coaches yeah. in the car, and then before you know it, the journey's done, and you've actually had a really good conversation, and like I say, learnt and reflected on things when. Otherwise, yeah. you'd have just been listening to the radio or whatever. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, then. So, uh, moving on. Football is finally back. That's great, um, isn't obviously, it? Obviously, yeah. <clears throat> what, uh, what, are your, what are your initial opinions or thoughts or findings from watching football? I'm there's, guessing there's a, you there, there's a, a game on back. every time I turn the telly on. It's brilliant. It's yeah. brilliant. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. It's great. I mean, I might, you know, I'm probably not the most popular man in this house at the moment, <laughs> but it's just been brilliant. It's been a bit weird, hasn't it, without being fans and stuff. And I think, I think we we discussed before we came on air about, you know, the after lockdown, the first few games were were different, weren't they? But but you know, I mean, listen, lockdown was was difficult, wasn't it? Well, it was difficult yeah, for some yeah. people, but it was different for everybody. <laughs> And I think I think it takes some you know it takes some adjusting, doesn't it? Coming out of lockdown and then suddenly into some real stringent testing procedures, and then you know I, I think you can give them a bit of leeway for the first few weeks. But for me, I, I quite I quite liked it. I quite enjoyed it, and I think it you know I think with, with the fans not being there, I guess you, you know you can look at it differently because it is an entertainment at the end of the day, isn't it? You know, we're there to sort of the game is there to entertain people and engage people so that was a bit strange but but I, I really enjoyed it I really enjoyed yeah, it yeah. the only thing I didn't enjoy was I know this this is gonna, and this is just because Liverpool won it but you know like <laughs> when they when they won stuff it just seemed weird with no with no fans there but everything apart from that I actually I actually enjoyed the games I thought it was good yeah, like yeah. I oh, you know watched Liverpool Chelsea this afternoon you know it wasn't wasn't played with any less intensity it was it was good. It was, you know, even if you look at uh, Mane's goal, you know, the intensity, he's given the ball away, the intensity for him to go and press and nick that back, you know, that, you know, you, people would be like, oh, you wouldn't get that intensity without the fans. I think you do. I think you do. I've really enjoyed it. I'm really looking yeah. forward to seeing Bale back. I know you're not a Tottenham fan, but I'm really <laughs> looking forward to seeing Bale come back. I think that would be really exciting. And, um, but yeah, I think, I think it's been good. I think it's, it's good that we're getting fans through you know, even if it's only pilot, you know, pilot games. But I think it's, um, 
I think it's been great, mate. I think it's been yeah, great. Yeah. Yeah, selfishly, part of me doesn't want fans to go back because as soon as fans are allowed in, the games will, some of the games Less will stop telling. being shown on TV. And you think, yeah. it's great. Like we, 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 held, we did something with a few uh, coaches in lockdown where we watched a game of a specific focus. And yeah. That was, that was brilliant, weren't it? But, yeah, um, it was really good, yeah. Do you, uh, do you watch the game with the crowd noise on the top or not? Nah. No, nah. see, I've, I have to. I don't know why, nah. but I have to put it on. It reminds me of a reserve game. I quite like it. I don't know what it is. I quite <laughs> like the eerie silence. I like being it's able just... to hear them talk to each other as well. Yeah, you know? no, there is that. I, I like. I do. There's a, that's a bonus. But I, I don't like it when players score and they kind of go, yeah, and that's it. There's yeah, no I... like roar. <laughs> yeah, you see, I can't, I can't get my head around the fact that somebody is pressing a button. <laughs> For the sound, so I just thought I'll just I can't get my head around that bit, so I'm just going to watch it without the sound. Yeah, I, I just but, enjoy it for what it is, mate. I, yeah, yeah. So I have I have enjoyed it. It's, it listen, it's, it's good to be back, isn't it? And, and I think when what again going back to like the lockdown stuff, you you, you forget what what you have, <laughs> don't you? And, and I don't know about you, but you know when it came to a Saturday and like I opened the uh, football score centre app, and there was just nothing. <laughs> nothing there it was it was like oh yeah this is weird and you know it was only then you realize just how what an important part it plays in society you know never forget like the jobs and all that sort of stuff just in general like entertainment and discussions you know like yeah, you know yeah. i was bumping into people in the shop and it was like obviously from two meters away it's like <laughs> there's nothing to talk about it's just like how's lockdown yeah, all yeah. right you all right <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know and as soon yeah. as the football came back on it was like oh did you watch this did you watch that and yeah yeah i just think it's great to be back i think it's, it's you know a real positive positive yeah. step and after like i say after the first probably few rounds of um after lockdown you know i think i think it's been great I think it, yeah. what, what it... i really did like as well is is the i follow um i don't know you'd have, yeah you'd have got that at the same time wouldn't you in the championship so where you oh, could yeah, you yeah. could look you could log in um, and and watch your team's games. You yeah. know, I think I think that's definitely like a real positive step forward. Where you know you're almost having like a an online virtual season ticket, aren't you? Where you can go on yeah. and watch your your team's games whenever they are, whether it's a three yeah, o'clock yeah. on a Saturday. I, I really enjoyed that. I thought that was something different, and you know, it was good to good to be able to watch a game at three o'clock on a Saturday. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Was, what about then? That was uh, excellent. What? Uh, we, there's been a few transfers and a lot of players coming in. Any any specific players you're really looking forward to watching or that you've enjoyed watching since since football's come back? I mean, Tiago played today. Looks, uh, looks how all good, right, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, how but I mean, <laughs> it's all right. Watched, well, obviously, the German football was was the first the first football to come back, wasn't it? And yeah, uh, but how, how good are Bayern Munich at the minute? Oh, uh, just. Yeah, incredible. Did you see them the other incredible. day? Yeah. So they got the you sell Tiago, and then you yeah. win eight 0 still. They're just frightening. Yeah. Just incredible. Frightening. But then, but then look at Tottenham today. You know, scoring five, and they've got Bale to come back. Yeah. You know, to add into that, you think, oh, I think I think there's probably there's there's teams in there in every league that you just think, oh, wow. You know, like even that that first uh, Leeds Liverpool game. You know, yeah. you think that is. Leeds are doing some incredible stuff, aren't they? But then you yeah. look at Liverpool as well, and you know they just play with such intensity. And you know, I, I, I love I love teams that play like that. I think it's I think it's really good. I, I am I am 
really looking forward to, to Bale being back in the Premier League. I, I really liked him, you know, when he was at Tottenham. I really liked him when, when he went to Madrid. Um, I think he, he sums up what I really like in, in players, you know, all that speed, um, mm. technical quality, you know, and, and he, will, he will work hard and, you know, he, he takes everything in his stride, you know, from somebody, you know, you look at, you go to Wales, you know, he, you know, they rely on him, the expectations of him there and he just deals with it, you know, even now when, yeah. you know, things aren't going his way at Madrid, he just deals with it and I think he's got a lot of stuff that I really like in, in footballer. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing him coming back in. Yeah. I'm yeah. Sure what about? <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, no. It is good to have <laughs> the best players playing in England, isn't it? I mean, Thiago. Yeah. He was incredible. Watching watching the Champions League, the semi final. That was it. The first half of the final, he had like 42 passes. He didn't give one away, but they weren't yeah. just like simple short passes. He was making things happen, and yeah, I think he. Fantastic player he is. Like really, yeah. really looking forward to seeing it. As if, as if Liverpool nearly didn't need to get any better. They buy someone yeah, like that. It's, I know. I like. I like because, and that, when you start looking Arsenal at the Premier League like, now, yeah, I was going to say I like. I like the way Arsenal are playing at the minute. I know <clears throat> a, a, a narrow win yesterday, but that first one of the, the goal they scored against Fulham, like really good, wasn't it? really just transforming how they play and yeah. the young centre half Gabriel looks good. It, it is a great time to to be to watch English football. I say with so much on TV and the coverage. Yes, yeah. it is great. So uh, there's loads. There's loads. Yeah. And, and I, think, I think it'd be well. good. It will be good to get back in. You know, get the fans back in. I know. Yeah. You know, there was local to me. There was two games uh, yesterday that were a pilot one, so they had a thousand fans in, and you know, just just hearing the interviews from the players and the and the spectators and and the management afterwards, and you know, it's like. Just adds again, doesn't it? Adds again. You know, I yeah, think that yeah. I just I just keep adding to the, the excitement. Really, I think I think everyone's excited because we haven't had it for, for so long. You know, even even on that Tottenham documentary, when when they start talking about the COVID and the lockdown, it felt weird, didn't it? Watching it, yeah, yeah. You know, you're thinking, oh, I forgot about that, and God, that was <laughs> that was a real strange time, and it was only six months ago. But I think it's really exciting, and like you said, yeah. there's, there's some real. We are good players, isn't there? We are good players. Yeah. I think. I think the 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 intensity. I think has just gone up. You know, from from individual players. I think that the power, the speed, and and the technical proficiency is just off the scale, isn't it? Yeah, off yeah. the scale. Everything's yeah. done so quickly. It's frightening. Yeah, I'm I'm finding that fullback seems to be one of the most exciting up and coming like positions in the team now. You look at the amount of yeah. young fullbacks like uh, there's Lamptey at Brighton, isn't there? Yeah. There's um Reese James at Chelsea. Uh is it Tyrick uh, Mitchell at, I mean I mean Bristol Liverpool Palace. used and them well got, didn't they last year? Yeah it's it's fantastic. Like that that position has over the last few years has just become more and more pivotal to how a a whole yeah. team, a whole team operates. I think, yeah, it's that's one thing that stood out from watching a lot of football was and <clears throat> how dynamic that, the fullbacks are. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. How they're <laughs> used as well in different teams, you know, is is incredible. Are they? Do they come in and form the the midfield? Do they do they push <laughs> on and and perform the attack? There's just something. There's so many things in in between. It's yeah. The I think that's of times, a, you look at the really amount of times, exciting. The amount of times a fullback goes past his midfield players like overlaps underlap like all the time constant yeah. and it's 
that's <clears throat> like so getting in those assist zones a yeah. lot of the time it could be an underlap from a fullback to get that yeah. that slid pass. Well, most most of the so patterns, much. most of the patterns that that we're seeing in and around, you know, to break in that assist zone is normally with you know a seven, uh, a ten, or an eight, and the two or the three, you know, depending yeah. on what size you're on. But to say the right is it's the right midfielder, the the forward attacking midfielder, and the fullback, yeah. and they're they're creating <clears> that three v two in wide areas to break into that assist zone. Yeah, you know that's that's so exciting, isn't it? You know, yeah. I'm thinking of some of the fullbacks we've got. You think, God, it's just like when they when they pass it and they bomb on. It's just so exciting. You know, I think that's it. Yeah, and how many times? Really good. How many times? How many times you see a fullback crossing the ball and the other fullback is in the box <laughs> coming in the back? Yeah, <laughs> like, incredible. It, it, it always used to be. Well, if one fullback goes, you've got to wrap around. Don't don't lock in. Yeah, and yeah. now it's like well, Alexander Arnold's crossing the ball, and and Robertson is in inside yeah. the box as well. Like it's, yeah. it's incredible, it's the, isn't it? Yeah, brilliant. See, it, um, and that's that is the change, isn't it? That, this is where you know we start. You are starting to see you know the changes. You know, like that from that from that um, respected goals book and, and the research we've been doing. We talked about you know zone fourteen was when we did our A license. It was zone fourteen, wasn't it? That was the one where. You know, just outside the, the box where most of the goals came from, and it's it's moved. It's you know the yeah. most goals are coming from different areas now. You know, and it's just so that's, that's they, the consequence of because goals were being scored in zone fourteen, teams then set up to protect zone and, fourteen, so the space yeah. is around the outside. And what yeah. will happen over the next five years is teams will start to defend wide areas more, so zone fourteen will become free again, and then it's just yeah. that constant loop, isn't it? And yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's easy coaching, isn't it's it? Great, really? <laughs> easy, easy, man. Um, so, so we're we're both back, back at work, back with with coaches and players. What what things are you working on or implementing or, or trying to? Because we, we said we've had a lot of time to to work on our own craft, and and now yeah. we're in a stage where we're fortunate enough to be able to to be with players and coaches again. So is there anything that you're giving particular attention to around your uh, I th- I role? Think, or? I think a few things. I think perspective is one. You know, when when lockdown came into force, everything stopped. Everything stopped. You know, my wife works in mental health, so she didn't stop. So it gave me a bit of perspective around, actually, there's a bigger picture here and we don't need to get hung up on certain things and, and stressed about certain things. So I think that's something I'm, I'm determined to bring back with me, you know, back into work. I think um, the two other things are, is, is time and choice. I think it's, it's really important. So Zoom gives us time, gives us time back. Something that we, we've been looking at is on a training night, we, we try and fit in a lot of stuff, you know, because we want to give the, the lads everything that we can. So, you know, I think, Zoom gives us that time back where we can actually do stuff on Zoom. So even like coaches meetings, you know, was really difficult to get all the coaches in the same room. Now it's impossible because, you know, we, we can't get that many people in, into a room. So mm. we have to use Zoom. And, and I think what it does is it just gives us time. It gives us time where people can, can do it at home. You know, they, you know, me and you are chatting here for an hour. You know, I, I was... Obviously, we do do a prep and stuff, but you know I'm at home, so it's it's much simpler for me. Whereas if I had to come and meet you, 
you know, we'd be doing this in two years' time. So time is time is, is really good. And then and then choice, I think, is is the other thing where, you know, I, I want people to take a lead on their development, just like we did in in and everybody did in in lockdown. You know, I think we need to provide choice. So we need to provide opportunities for people to engage in stuff. And we also need to be okay if they don't engage in it because they want to engage in something else. And I think that's, that's a couple of things that I want to take back in where, you know, I want people to lead their own development. I don't think, uh, listen, I think there's some, there is some mandatories all the time, you know, like, you know, to work somewhere, you have to do certain CPD. That's, you know, that's, that's a given, but then anything on top of that should be, should be led by the individual and it should be, a choice and in a time that suits them and i think that's probably my my two little learnings to bring back what about you yeah um so so i i work with players again now in my current role um and one of the big things was like we said just about that relationship i've got an, a new group of players this year so trying to get to know them rather than yeah. just just know them as like what their their skill sets are as a player um, think outside the box more um, in the sense of like learning is everywhere so there might be one player who, who who actually although he might be operating at the highest level for his age might not be a huge football fan away from football yeah he, he might he might really like film or he might really like music or so he's there like we said similar messages but different ways um, it's just trying to tap into that. I'm using video examples more. Again, the NFL stuff, reviewing film and, and finding. Yeah. Like I said, it, it's helped having <clears throat> known what blocks of work we were on, looking at Clever and Creative. And one of the big things we, we worked on recently was around forward runs and specifically from behind the ball. And looking at, I went back and watched, again, YouTube's fantastic. I watched, mm. uh, there's a like a nine minute, video of all of Man City's goals from the season just passed. Yeah. And there were so many of them where the goal scorer starts way behind the ball and runs beyond and runs from deep. So you're eight or you're 10 running past the nine. So just yeah. using video to, to show that because how many tappings by the way? Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's, <laughs> they're so, they're so, they're so exciting in the final third. It's, yeah. it's great. And, but just, my words can only go so far with trying yeah. to paint a picture. Whereas I could just, and the, the, the beauty now of having iPads and stuff, it's just, here's a video or like you can, it can be uploaded onto a platform or whatever. Um, yeah. So yeah, trying to use that. that there's some things on, but, but also like you is, is, is finding balance. I, I know, I know what I need to do or to not do to be able to give my best. And I think that's the same with the players allowing, Listen, I'm not asking for three days in Vegas, but mm. <laughs> <laughs> not, not some, now, anyway. Yeah, some some players just need to be left alone, just to play yeah. and, and not be coached tonight. And and sometimes I'm the same. Like I, I apologised to my players the other day. I said around the energy I brought to a session wasn't quite as good as it needed to be, and I think that's fine. Like, Kim, but then learn, as long as I learn from that and don't make the same mistakes again, and mm. maybe I manage my time a little bit better beforehand or, or whatever. So. Yeah, I'm trying to the sort of interpersonal stuff and the learning stuff. Trying to trying to be 
be better not better yeah always be better with it but just yeah. think outside the box a little bit because because I think it, there's a, now players are in academies from young ages and hear the same things and see the same things for quite a long time so yeah. they can still be young in their age but old uh, old in their yeah. football age so it's yeah, finding something new so yeah really just trying to do that <clears> and, and continue continue finding finding learning in different ways for me as well so yeah. again using using books and audio books and watching things and that's really important I think so trying to, to what worked in lockdown when I had more time having ways of getting it in in my week or my day now that some form of normality is returning um, yeah have, do you remember when we talked in lockdown about scheduling about having a routine yes. and, and positive positive routines positive habits has that has that continued or have you um so I, I, again i've start i started journaling and then after a while i stopped journaling yeah i need to get back into it it's just finding that i'm the same with that yeah finding hard. a finding a a way that works for me so i, yeah. I went through went in the past i went through a bit of like things to do to so bullet journaling things to do tasks migrating tasks and something other. then i was like well that didn't go brilliant so then i literally started dear diary and kind of just writing about the day yeah and again that was great but after a while it it stopped because not much to write about in lockdown <laughs> he didn't he never wrote back <laughs> yeah dear diary same as yesterday <laughs> um then but then i've been listening to like some some podcasts and some like i guess the, they're not life coaches but like develop business mentors and stuff like that talking about yeah. the importance of gratitude and uh things like that so just trying to practice that but and one of the things was don't 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 worry if you don't do your journal every day it mustn't be a chore yeah i was trying to do there's like a thing called a six minute journal which is just three minutes in the morning three minutes at night but again sometimes life gets in the way of doing that doesn't yeah it? but i'm just trying to just I guess it's the process. So in the morning, just think about what are my intentions for today? What am I grateful for? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Especially when things are a bit shit, you need to think about what you're grateful for. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and then like you said, intentions for the day, well, what's going to make today good? Well, it might just be making sure I bring this energy to this training session and to do that, I yeah. need to eat my lunch at this time and yeah. go, and move, go and move about. Do you know what I mean? Things like that. I'm yeah. trying to do that and, it's easier said than done because yeah. you almost have to schedule in time to do your scheduling. <laughs> yeah, 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 you're um, right. So, but how, how are you? Because I know you had, a, you had a good way of doing it. Are you still, I find that actually writing it works for me rather than being on my phone or anything, but. Yeah, I, I started, I had it written down. So we, we did have quite a, a routine in, in for lockdown. You know, my girls did it. Um, they they created it so a bit of ownership. They sort of created the routine, and we went along for it. And it was it was really good actually. Like that that worked pretty much for the entire lockdown. And then after since then, I haven't probably um, gone off. Obviously, we're, we're back in work, so the scheduling changes a little bit. I probably had a week or two getting used to it, where it was a little bit hit and miss when I'm in. What's it look like? How long am I in for? Um, and, and since we've sort of got it back into a, a routine and work, I've, I've, I've put that routine back in place. So, but I think I remember 
it was you that, that talked about it. You had like non-negotiables and negotiables for the for the week. Um, and you, that was around physical training and stuff. And and I really liked that. So you know, for me, it, it's it's a couple of non-negotiables or you know a few non-negotiable things that, that I want to do for the week. And and then you know I've got some negotiable things as well. And and what I'm trying to do is 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 positive habits. So um trying to i'm trying to eat, eat properly so i've got a little target around you know fruit and vegetables and um what i'm putting in my body you know one of the things that it, that book said it said if you want to know how you've how you're feeling or why you're feeling the way you are think about what you've consumed for the last two weeks and i thought that was i was thinking wow you know I, like i said i came out of lockdown and suddenly things were open and it was like the girls were like can we have a milkshake i was like yep we have a cake. I'm in. Yeah, I've already got one. You know, and 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 after two weeks, I was thinking, oh, actually, yeah, this is why I feel like this because I've just been eating sugar for two weeks. So I'm quite just conscious about what I'm eating and when I'm eating it and and why I'm eating it. And then, um, like you said, really about being sort of grateful for stuff, um, recognizing recognizing it, and having a bit of perspective. I think that's you know I keep bringing back you know things. You know, if it's if it's not going to be important in you know three two three years don't don't give it more than two or three minutes you know so i'm worrying about stuff so i have got a routine i haven't I haven't got it down scribbling you know written down i just have it in my head about what's negotiable and what's non-negotiable so i want to get up early x number of days a week i want to exercise x number of days a week i want to eat healthily every day um you know and etc etc et and some some family stuff in there as well you know around mm. You know, like even eating at the table, you know, we got, that was a really good, really good thing that we did that we probably didn't do before lockdown. And we started doing it in lockdown because it got out of one room and into another, you know, and uh, just stuff like that, I think really, really helps going on a walk as well. And, you know, things that I probably wouldn't have done before and I'm probably doing it now and, you know, enjoying it. I think, but, but what, you know, see and see and family as well. But yeah, I think, I think the routine is, is really important because it builds habits and that's something that I've, I've been talking to our players a lot around, you know, what, what you do continuously is, is forms a habit. So, you know, if you're doing shit stuff, then you're going to have, you know, shit habits and you're not going to feel yeah. great about yourself and you're not going to be at your best. But if you continually do good things, you know, then good things will come out of it. And that doesn't have to be a chore, just, you know, just, you know, choose your snack a little bit better, get up and get up a bit more so you can prep your lunch, for example, for the day ahead of you, you know, little, little things like that, I think has is, is really helped, really helped. Yeah, good stuff. <clears throat> no, I like that. Mate, we, um, we're going to have to start to wrap it up because we, as we probably forgot, this is going to make a podcast and other people may be bored of oh, us yeah. rambling on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. But, um, so, yeah, so so just moving forward, um, this I guess this is our commitment that we will do this semi regularly. Um, yeah, that doesn't sound much of a commitment, mate. No, so uh, this is semi regularly non non, non, <laughs> non binary contract. There, this is. Yeah. <laughs> so no, yeah, the, some of our, our thoughts from Matt and I were um, sort of a, a series within the podcast will be us chatting, and, and if anyone has any topics or questions or you know anything that they specifically want us to to just pick to pieces we're more than happy to do that um and then on top of that we'll we'll still keep getting some guests on and um and i say and, and, and interviewing and sharing um 
the findings that we get again that was really the the reason behind doing this is selfishly to to learn ourselves but unselfishly to share that in the process um and again really really grateful for everyone that has <coughs> listened and subscribed to, to the podcast and continues to support it i think during lockdown we hit ten thousand downloads which is which is a lot really so i'm really pleased with that uh thank you to well everyone done. who's yeah i didn't i must have listened to a few thousand of those myself but um no listen i appreciate that so obviously if you're interested in any of the extra stuff that matt and myself have, have been putting down on paper or 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 uh ebooks and blogs and all that kind of stuff you, you can find it at minervacoachdevelopment.co.uk please go and just have a look again if you don't want to you don't have to but there might be something in there that just gets you thinking and allows you to to either go and do some more research or try something new or <clears throat> or just um, see a different perspective on things and, and that's really all its intentions are, are for um matt and myself are both on twitter so again any questions or, or guests that you want us to try and get on tag them in and let us know again we we we've run out of friends so <laughs> if uh long time ago <laughs> yeah uh why do you think matt's back again <laughs> but um no honestly if because again we we um we we only ever set this up for for selfish reasons to to learn and develop so um sharing it along the way is really important to us and Again, if there's any recommendations, feel free to, to ping it over. But uh, if you haven't already, make sure you go and subscribe to this. Uh, give it a, a rating and a and a, a like and five-star review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, tell a friend about it. Now that everyone's back in the car, if they want to li listen, it might take them a couple of journeys, this one today. But um, no, I really appreciate everyone listening. Matt, it's good to chat to you, as always. Likewise. As always, mate. And, uh, we will be sh we'll be uh, speaking again in the near future, I'm sure. But in the meantime, everyone, take care. Enjoy getting back on the touchline and uh, coaching again. It's been a long time coming, and let's pray that it's not taken away from us anytime soon. <laughs> take care. See you soon. See you, mate. If you're a scout or coach looking to find or help players, then Pitch is the website for you. It's a startup, but the idea is to complement the scout's role in finding talent, especially in lower leagues. Pitch is likely to arrange trial days in the future, so a scout might be very interested to make a profile. For a coach, it's about the onward development and mental health of released players, helping them find a team or club and provide a talent ID and development reference on Pitch. So make a profile today at www.pitchrmt.com. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode.